Okay, Trevor, we are uh, Bezrat Hashem four days away from Mesiyam. With the very bottom of Kaftal and Aleph, the Mishnah said, Mishanichmas Av Mati Besimcha, so when the month of Av enters, so we reduce our joy. Okay, so here we go. Amar Avidam Bereidah Rav Shmuel Bar Shedam Mishmeidah Rav. Kishim Shemishanichmas Av Mati Besimcha, Kach Mishanichmas Adar Marbim Besimcha. The same way that when Av comes in, we reduce our joy. So similarly, when Adar comes in, we increase our joy. Uh, we will not discuss the increase of joy in Adar. Maybe on some level we'll discuss that next Pesach, which is Pesach Megillah. But uh, we'll focus on, on Av and the, <laughs> the Mematin at this point. Turning the page to catch them a bit. Amar Ababa Hilkach Bar Yisrael to Itzle Dina Bahadi Nochri Lishtamit Minei Ba'av. Okay, the Rebbe says very important din here that therefore a Jew who has a din, a court case with a non-Jew in the month of Av, he should uh, desist from it. He should sort of remove himself from that thing in the month of Av. Why Dereya Mazlei? Because his Mazal is bad in, in the month of Av. I mean, so like, it's like a bad luck month, which okay raises issues about how much do we care about Mazal and luck and things like that. But at some level, there's more auspicious times and there's less auspicious times, and you know. Have got to play the odds. So Gemara says, "V'lim say naf she be'adar debarin mazlei," and you should dafka like and pursue uh, these types of things in adar because then you have a very healthy, a uh, strong mazal. And uh, do that. The Gemara uh, quotes a pasuk: "Latet lachem acharit v'tikva." Will give you an end, meaning like a positive end, and hope. And so that can be a very positive thing about Adar. Okay. So same, uh, same authors, the same uh, statement. Uh, this Pasuk of hope refers to uh, day palms and uh, linen clothes. Okay. Uh, okay, the Pasuk also says, This is what Yitzchak says when he smells... Yaakov, he thinks it's Asab, says, uh, see that the uh, smell of my son is like the smell of the field <clears throat> that God blessed him with. It's like the smell of the field of apples. Uh, okay, apples. Uh, yeah, all right, very nice. Okay, those, those are just, uh, those are just uh, several statements in the same source. That's what they brought together. Okay, moving along in the Mishnah, the Mishnah Shabbat Shachalt Tisha B'Av Yopetocha Serim Saber Lechabes. So the week of Tisha B'Av, or literally the week which Tisha B'Av falls out in, uh, it is prohibited to get haircuts and to do laundry. Amar Av Nachman Lo Shanu Ela Lechabes V'Lobosh. And Rav says I was only taught to do laundry and to wear the clothes. But the act of laundry and then to leave it aside would be permissible. I mean, it's not about the act of laundry per se. It's about the laundry that then leads to wearing freshly clean clothes. That's what we're trying to avoid on uh, this time period. That's Rav Nachman. He says, no, even to do the laundry and to leave it aside would be prohibited. So you see, he focuses much more on the, I mean, maybe also wearing would be problematic, but even the, uh, even the, uh, the act itself. I'm Rav uh, You can know this, says Rav Sheshit, because the launderers of the, of the house of Rav, they were idle during this time. I mean, the laundry shut down. Okay, so if, if, you're, if you're allowed to do the laundry and just put it aside, you don't have to shut down the whole laundry. Just do the laundry and put it aside. No. Okay. Maybe Rav Hamnuna, Rav Hamnuna Asakasha, it says as follows, It says the mission on the Thursday, it's permissible because of the honor of Shabbat. Lemai, what, what is it for? Why are we saying it's going to be permissible of the Kabot Shabbat? 
If it's to do the laundry and to wear it, I guess it means to wear it immediately. Rashi says, Rashi says, a little higher, a little above where we are. Miyad b'chamishi. Then my kavosh babika. What kavosh babika? The Gemara says back in the Gemara. My kavosh babika. What kavosh shabbos is there when you are wearing the clothes on Thursday? That's not. There's no kavosh shabbos there. Ela lehaniach. So it must be to do the laundry on Thursday to leave it aside for Shabbat. And even that, we're saying we're saying that's permissible. Ubechamishi who dishari. That's what's allowed on Thursday. Aval hashabbat kulas. But the rest of the week would be prohibited. Okay, so that's sort of like an indication that Rav Sheish is correct, right? This is what Rav Sheish is telling us, that, that that detail in the Mishnah, that you're allowed to do the laundry on Thursday, that's the point. That You see that they, the idea is, where even in the situation where you're doing the laundry and you're putting it aside, it's better All right, I, I, you could quibble with it, but we'll move on. The Gemara says, Le'olam lechabes uvelilbosh. Now we can say, no, really, uh, even Rav Nachman could defend it and say, the Mishnah is really talking about a case where you're doing laundry and you're going to wear it. And the case is when you only have one garment. Okay, then that's going to be a different circumstance. When the person only has one garment, it's a different circumstance. As it was stated, Rabbi Yochanan says, if you only have one garment, you're allowed to wash it on Cholomoed. Meaning Cholomoed, you also are not allowed normally to uh, do laundry. Okay, but if you only have one garment, what are you going to do? Okay, um, one second. Yeah. Rashi points out the person only has one garment. He says the ain't no There's nothing to switch. Because it's because you want to have nice clothes for Shabbos. Because if you don't wash it now, you're not. You have no time to do it. Okay. All right. Now, it was also stated, So another statement similar to the statement we had of Rav Nachman, that the only mission is only teaching us about washing to wear it, but if you're going to put it aside, it would be permissible. Uh, this is the bright that tells us it's prohibited to do laundry before Tisha B'Av. <laughs> this is explicit. Even to leave it aside for after Tisha B'Av. Okay. And by the way, and our or gihutz. Gihutz is more like pressing the clothes, or maybe we call it like dry cleaning or something. Um, that's like their kibus. Uklei pishtan and ben bishim gihutz and klei pishtan linen clothes don't have an issue with gihutz. You don't do that uh, to them. Nonetheless, that, that part is less relevant, but the first part is more much relevant. And the Gemara says to yufta. So that seems to be a t- the knockout of this opinion because you see that even lahaniach is going to be prohibited, and therefore Radach was out. Rav Sheshet is in. Shalach Rabbi Yisrael Barki Yurei Mishmed Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yisrael Barki Yurei Nini Rabbi Yochanan said the following statement: Alve Bishamur Klei Pishtei Eben Mishim Gihut. Even though a linen doesn't have an issue of Gihut, there's no Gihut there. Uh, Rashi says Eben Behem Lei Aser Mishim Gihut. But it's not. Uh, there's no prohibition there. Aval Asuam. But you're not allowed to wear them during the week of Tisha B'Av. Okay, so it's an extra stringency, it sounds like. Even though we don't have this high level of gihutz, which is like pressing the clothes, nonetheless, you still can't wear them. I'm a Rav. Rav says, wait a second. Lo shanu But that was only taught before. Meaning, when we say the week of Tisha B'Av, let's say Tisha B'Av falls out on a Wednesday. 
So we say the week of Tisha B'Av. Do we mean Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Do we mean the whole week? Even Thursday, Friday. So Rav says, Loshano, that's only Lefanav. Aval Achram Mutabit. Afterwards, it will be permissible. Meaning, Rav says, look, obviously, the whole point of the Tisha B'Av is leading up to Tisha B'Av. Once Tisha B'Av is gone, so all these prohibitions fall away. Shmuel Amar, Afilu Lachram Nami Asur. Shmuel says, whoa, hold on, guys, no, big Chimur. Big Chimur here. That even the whole week, including uh, Tisha B'Av, even beyond Tisha B'Av, will be prohibited. Made we have a similar kasha because the the, the bride tells us Shabbat Shachal Tisha B'Av Yobetocha Asur Lachabes Dosaber Lachabes Bechamishi Mutar Bivdeik Bo Shabbat Ketzad. So this is the line we've seen before, right? Uh, the week of Tisha B'Av you can't do these things, and Thursday you can. How, how so? Chal Yobechab Shabbat if it falls out on Sunday Mutar Lachabes Kol Shabbat Kula. Then you can you can do laundry the entire week. Okay, meaning if it falls out on Sunday. And the week before that is not the week that Tisha B'Av falls out in, and therefore, uh, it's permissible. Okay? So if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday when Tisha B'Av falls out, beforehand it's prohibited, after it's permissible. If Tisha B'Av falls out on Friday, then you have the special exemption where the first four days would be prohibited, but Thursday would be okay. If you didn't do it on Thursday, you can still do it on Erev Shabbat, means later in the day. Okay. So you see here that uh, this seems to support the idea that uh, only beforehand is uh, pro- prohibited, but not afterwards. And the Gemara says, uh-huh. uh, Abai would uh, curse someone like that, as someone who would, I guess, do the laundry very late in the day. I think he wasn't such a big uh, fan of that. Um, Moving along, I guess brighter. If Tishaba uh, falls out on Monday or Thursday, Korin Shlosha or Mafkir Echad, you do uh, three Aliyahs, and one of them is the Mafkir, right? One of them is the Reza uh, Haftarah, as we're used to on down past days. The Shishibar V'i Korea Echad Mafkir Echad falls on Tuesday or, or, or Wednesday, uh, you read one, uh, one Aliyah only, meaning Mondays and Thursdays, you're already going to have your normal three Aliyahs. Falls on Tuesday, Wednesday, so you only have one person read the, read the Torah and Mafkir Echad, and one person reads the Haftarah. Rabbi Yossi Amara, no. Rabbi Yossi says, no. Olam Karin Shosham after Yerachad. You really read, uh, you always have three aliyot, even on the fast day, even if it's not Monday or Thursday. Um, and you have one person to do the after. Nonetheless, after this long, long, long break, to you have to the Shmuel. That's a knock at the Shmuel, because again, Shmuel said it is prohibited after Tisha B'Av. And this is very clear, it's only prohibited up until Tisha B'Av, but not afterwards. So unusually, the Gemara usually after the to have stops, but here the Gemara is going to continue and defend Shmuel. Shmuel can still say to you, Tanai, this is really a machloket, Tanaim. What do you mean? Ditanya, as we learned in the Brayta, Tishabav Shechal Yobah Shabbat, Dechani Erev Tishabav Shechal Yobah Shabbat, so Tishabav itself, or Erev Tishabav Falls on Shabbos, Ochev Ushetah Kol Tzorko, Umalal Shulchan Ha'afilu Kishetah Shlomo Bishato, you can eat and drink as much as you want, and you can have a, a meal on the table, even like the meal of Shlomo HaMelech this time. Meaning, Shabbos is exempt from all these other rules and restrictions, which we'll see about meat or things like that during that week. Shabbos is an exception, okay? But, V'asur, L'shaper, U'lechabes, Mayor says that it's prohibited to get haircuts or to do laundry from Rosh Chodesh until the fast day. Okay, from Rosh Chodesh until we call the nine days. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Kola Chodesh Kulosur. Rabbi Yudah says the entire month of Av is prohibited. That's going to be the key opinion for Shmuel. And Rabbi Shimon Gamal Omer, Enosur Elo Tashabab Nabad. Rabbi Shimon Gamal says only that week itself. 
That's one brayta. Vitan Yidah has another brayta. Vinohig Avel Meirosh Chodesh of the Tanit Divrei Meir. Rav Meir says it slightly differently. You you act as an Avel, like a mourner from Rosh Chodesh. Rav Yidah Meir Kol Chodesh Kol Asur. Again, same opinion. Rav Yidah says the whole month. Rav Shimon Lel Meir Eno Asur Elo Tashabah Belvad. Either way, the point is that the, in these two brightas we see the middle opinion of uh, Rav Yidah, who says you're going to observe the fast the entire or these are the prohibitions. Excuse me, the entire month and so going even beyond that. Um, or you could even argue, perhaps it's possible to argue, even Rabbi, even Rabbi Shimon Gamil says that week is prohibited. It's not clear, does he mean up into the fast or even beyond the fast? It's not totally clear, and maybe that's also a defense for Rabbi Shimon. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Ushloshamdi Echad Rabbi Yochanan points out that all three opinions here got it from the same pasuk. I will like wipe out or cease all rejoicing. It's holiday, it's month, and it's week. Now, Chagah probably refers to Rosh Chodesh here. Okay, so Mandar remember Rosh Chodesh, that Tanis. What it says, we go from Rosh Chodesh, which is Rabbi Meir's opinion, until the fast day. Let's go to Taf Lamid. Me Chagah, he gets the word Chagah. Okay, the holiday, meaning Rosh Chodesh. Umanda Merkola Chodesh Kulowa Sur, when it says the whole month, Me Chodesh, the month. The month is, a, is when there's no, there's no happiness. Umanda Merkola Shabbat Kulowa Sur, the one says the whole week, Me Shabbat from the week. Okay, so anyhow, the point is that Shmuel does have something to lean on. He has something to rely on there, these uh, two brightas, which at least have one opinion saying the whole month, and even the opinion of Rav Shem Gamliel being somewhat vague. Nonetheless, the Gemara says now, Amarava Halacha Rav Shem Gamliel. Rav says Halacha is like Rav Shem Gamliel. Okay, meaning the only the week of Tisha B'Av. Ve'amarava Halacha Rabbi Meir, and Halacha is like Rabbi Meir, which means, uh, which is having to be in the month. What are we talking about? Utarvayu Lakula. And they're both meaning to be lenient. Uh, okay, what we'll say, Utricha. Uh, we need both. We'll just go to two dots here, okay, guys? And we need both. Why? Diashmin and Halachic Rabbi Meir have enough feeling of Rosh Chodesh. Because if you said Halachic like Rabbi Meir, I would say that all these prohibitions are even from Rosh Chodesh, the whole nine days. Come Ashmalam, Halachic Rabbi Shimgamil, that's what tells the Halachic Rabbi Shimgamil, which is only the week. Diashmin and Halachic Rabbi Shimgamil, but if you said Halachic Rabbi Shimgamil, have enough feeling of Rosh I could have said that even afterwards, because it's such vague what Rabbi Shimgamil was saying. Come Ashmalam, Halachic Rabbi Meir, that's what it comes to tell me, the Halachic like Rabbi Meir, because Rabbi Meir said clearly, you only go for Rosh Chodesh until Tisha B'Av. So you put it two together, Rabbi Meir and Rosh Gamliel, and you take only the coolest of both, you start from the week of Tisha B'Av, and you stop at Tisha B'Av. And that's in fact what we do. That's the, the actual baseline Shulchan Aruch Psaq, which is far them do, is they observe what we call Shavua Shechavu Tisha B'Av. That's the basic rules of all these different prohibitions. Okay, then you have, if you look at the Shulchan over time, Ashkenazim acceptance of different uh, prohibitions to go to the nine days, what we call the three weeks, things like that. But the baseline halacha comes from here, the idea of Shavua Shechavu. Oh, we'll stop there, guys. Just go ahead.